My name is John Omerchada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. For this episode, I've got a couple of announcements, little small ones, no, no, no big deal, um, and then you know some issues. So, announcement number one: uh, I'm going to have Chapter Four out today. Now, this is maybe my eighth or ninth attempt at this episode. This has been a real pain in the dick. I don't know why, but. Uh, it just is. I kind of feel like maybe there's something going on with uh, anytime I switch over to my my uh, Google Maps or something that it fucking shuts off for some dumbass reason. But then I can't even find it, so uh, it's weird. But um, anyway, yesterday I tried making this episode for like the first time, and I said I was going to have it out yesterday, but the episode was gone. Therefore, I didn't have to stick to anything. Why am I telling you this shit? <laughs> Because I like to abuse myself. Any his. Um, so I'm saying it right now. I gotta hold my feet to the fire. I gotta have it out tonight. And I'm going to. Now, chapter four was supposed to be, it's shorter. It should have been out a lot sooner. It was already wrote by the time that chapter three was done. I just had to edit and um, reread a few times. I'm on the last leg of reading this motherfucker and it's out. And I know I'm gonna be done. Uh, then I just got to publish it. So it will be published on Lulu, but more importantly, it will be published on the website and you can purchase it from the website and it's super cheap there. I believe it's 95 cents. See what I mean? It's like a dollar cheaper than being from Lulu and all that. But um, yeah, so it'll be on tonight. That's really good news. And I'll be on to chapter five, which I am fucking pumped. Finally, um, getting to chapter five and really getting going on this. So I'm hitting a stride, I think. And uh, I'm happy about that. Uh, a couple of other things I got to do. I still got to get everything over on on Amazon. Um, it was supposed to, for the book itself, it was supposed to go from Lulu. They're they're basically a distributor, and they were going to distribute it out to uh, four other platforms, being um, Barnes & Noble Nook, Amazon Kindle, uh, Boku, and what is the other one? pretty big one and it already made it on there and that was uh apple ibooks so it's already on apple ibooks but um for some reason it's not going on boku nook is it on nook boku nook or um amazon so i'm just gonna have to fucking do it myself manually and kick that shit out so um i'll be working on the the amazon the boku and the nook separately and just fucking doing it myself manually it's what is that the second time i just said it same fucking paragraph, any hizzle, um, so I'm working on those two things, and then that'll be done, uh, kind of an announcement, but also a thing that I did, yesterday, I reconnected with my homie Sabs, and, uh, me and him are gonna, we're finally getting back to doing shit, you know, I mean, fucking holidays and all that shit kind of fucked both of us up, we both had some shit that happened, um, and not necessarily bad, but just, you know, shit to do, and, and um, good on him, though. He's kept it going. He's got 10 other episodes since the last time I was on. I think I was on it at episode 5 for him. And now he's at like 15 or 16. Well, we just did one last night, too. So you can check out his stuff. It's Sabo Speaks on YouTube. I believe he should have that stuff on. However, D.B. Cooper did let me know that he deleted and I forgot to ask him. Of course, me and him are supposed to, me and Sabs are supposed to have a, uh, a convo just about everything that's been going on. You know, nothing bad, we're, we're, uh, we're buddies, so uh, we're happy to be reconnected and getting shit going again. So uh, he picked up like 50 other um, uh, subscribers. So um, 
you know, he's getting there, and I know that dude's going to blow up, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him and uh, happy to be doing uh, videos with him. I'm going to be doing more with him and also more videos on my own. Um, it just fucking hey, man. It takes it takes a lot of time, it, it, and you only have so much in a day, as I keep saying, so um, go check it out. Oh, here's a little fun thing that happened. So me and him were like, all right, we're going to do one tonight. Cool. And then uh, we got a couple of our other guys on there couple new guys for me anyway that I met and um, sorry I'm trying to figure out where I'm going um, on like the northeast side of Detroit um, so yeah I met some more dudes that uh, some more of them Canadians dude I'm talking with nothing but Canadians now when I'm when I'm dealing with him uh, which is cool you know fucking really changing the way I, I look at uh, Canada um, and I'm not thinking that everybody there is like uh, the Border Patrol, which is nice. Um, good dudes out there. And, and let me tell you something, dude. Those guys are ready to fucking roll. And I mean the fucking military, all those dudes over there. They are sick and tired of their fucking government. Um, Trudeau better watch his shit, man, because those guys are ready to fuck some shit up. Alberta was going to separate to its own fucking country. That's how sick and tired they are of socialism and, um, and uh, the government of Canada. They're just fucking, they're being horribly mistreated. They're a first world. They don't want to, well, technically, yeah, I think they're a first world. No, they are a first world. Um, why would I think otherwise? Anyway, uh, but they're sick and tired of dealing with this shit because they're going to fall the second world levels. And they don't want to be that. They're Canada. Um, and I'm, I'm happy for them, man. I'm fucking proud of them boys. Hell yeah, dude. Canada, stand the fuck up. You know? Don't, uh, don't let Trudeau fuck you guys. You know, you guys created basketball and hockey and poutine. And I mean, you've had some failures, Canadian bacon. You know, I know I keep bringing that one up. <laughs> but uh, any hizzle. God, how many times am I going to say that? I'm getting, I, if you think you're getting sick of it, just be me. Um, so all of that's going on. Oh, this was the thing. So a guy by the name of, or at least his online name is uh, Raging Humanist. He was just on um, Gavin McGinnis' show. And guess who we had on last night? Raging Humanist. So it was pretty cool. It was it was interesting to hear him talk about, you know, kind of newfound fame. I didn't know he was hanging out with or talking with, uh, oh, what's her name? Faith Goldie. The fucking 10, you know, the 11 on a scale of 1 to 2. She is fucking but um, last night, so these guys are all in fucking two, three hours behind me. <clears throat> when it's time to go, I'm fucking ready to go to bed. I uh, I smoked a little last night while on the stream. Everybody else was drinking, and then I got, I became a fucking astronaut. Couldn't couldn't pay attention to shit anymore, so uh, I had to get off. Um, won't be doing that shit again. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all around, it was a pretty fun time and uh, getting back into the groove of it. So it was nice. And, uh, you know, getting on the mask and doing shit like that. So um, I'm going to keep that going. It's, it's a ton of fun. And like I said, I'm going to get my other videos out, my own personal videos, and, uh, and work on it that way. Now, every time I do this, I say it's going to be real quick, and it's not. So it'll be what it is. Uh, this first issue is Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez. Um, said some stupid shit lately, but it 
it, there's a whole bunch more to it. So I'm sure you've seen the viral clip of her talking about um, the metaphor of picking yourself up by your bootstraps. And she's sitting there uh, basically compa- complaining about that, you know, saying it started off as a joke and, it, and, it's, and she really fucking emphasized that. Um, I'll say it with this. To a certain degree, they were they were smart in picking her. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you've got Kyle Kalinske and Jenk Yerger, who who were like the founding guys of uh, something called the Justice Democrats, and they had on this whole um, I don't know what you want to call it a, a program of sub, of sorts in order to pick a candidate to to put in office and run, and that candidate that was picked out of all these different people, these contestants, if you will. Uh, was AOC. I'll give it to them. I think they were thinking with their dicks more than anything. She's hot. You got to be honest. She's pretty. She's she's a pretty girl. She's got a nice rack, decent body, you know, little cankles a little bit, but besides that, she's all right. Um, and they and she's a, a for the left, and I hate this term, but she's a POC. A POS, sure, but a POC. Um, so it, it, they thought that, you know, can't go after them. You know, she's a woman. She's a person of color. She's this, this, and so therefore, you, you know, it's going to be harder to attack her. Um, well, sort of, kind of, not really. And the thing that they really should have thought of was, let's get a smart person in here. Nope. She's a. She's so fucking dumb. God. And it it keeps going into the idea that I've talked about that my prediction is at least three out of the four of whatever you want to call them, the shitty horsemen. Uh, or horse women um, are are going to lose their seats in November. They're going to be done. Uh, I think Presley, whatever her first name is, I don't know. She's very forgettable, which I think actually works in her favor. She's going to be reelected. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Ilhan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib are all going to lose their seats. Rashida Tlaib uh, is a is a Muslim brotherhood sympathizer. She is a, a terrorist sympathizer. Same with Ilhan Omar. She is a fucking ISIS sympathizer, Al-Qaeda sympathizer, uh, and they're both racist as fuck. All four of them are racist, um, but those two are are atrocious. They're all stupid. Uh, Presley, I don't know. Again, I, I really don't know. I don't know much about her. She's very forgettable, um, I, and I don't care. But the other three are stupid, I'd say AOC takes the cake when it comes to fucking lack of information. But um, all three of them are going to lose their seats. Presley will probably keep it. I'd like to see all four of them gone. I'd like to see I'd like to see some responsible adults to uh, take from fucking Brad Pitt. Uh, get in there, you know, and fucking do, do some good shit in there. Um, but what I want to focus on a little bit is actually what she was talking about. Uh, to a degree, maybe more so the metaphor. Picking yourself up by the bootstraps. Why was she complaining about this? Well, to pick yourself up by the bootstraps means to do it on your own. As in, if you want a better life, you do it. You earn it. You get out there and get it. You don't become dependent on the state. You don't get on welfare. You don't go and fucking uh, be another person that fucking takes from something or someone else uh, in order to, to, you know, fucking become dependent on it, basically. You do it on your own. That's what the metaphor stands for. 
she, along with the rest of Democrats and liberals and leftists, and this is really the whole core of their shit, they want control. They want you dependent on them. They want you dependent on the state. Now, I'm not saying that every single liberal leftist thinks that way. I think there's a lot of really good-hearted people out over on the other side, truly good-hearted people that were raised in this environment, that, that, were, that are basically products of their environment, that really haven't had had their their uh, opinions questioned too harsh, um, haven't really had to do too much study. I mean, you can see that at the rallies. You can see that by Antifa. You can see that by anybody that has a fucking freaked out, a freak out and a meltdown over um, conservatives or Donald Trump or whatever, that they really don't seem to know much about the stances that they take. You know, it's, it's, it's feelings over facts. Um, so, when it comes to to these things, they don't have much to fucking give them that, that foundation of why they're doing this. I think, I don't think that that may, makes them automatically bad or evil or anything like that, although I think their ideology is evil. Why? Because you're taking from an earner and giving it to an honor, as I have said before. Now, I'm poor, I came up poor, um, and I can tell you right now, all those fucking lefties, all of those motherfuckers do not speak for me, and I don't want them speaking for me. They can sit there all day long and call me stupid and try to usurp um, the idea of, of being morally sound and, and, and things of that nature, but they're wrong, you know? And, and by the way, I don't give a fuck. Oh, that's what I was going to get into is Eric July, who is Young Rippa 66 on YouTube. He just had a debate yesterday, um, or at least he put out a, a highlights of his debate with a Bernie Sanders supporter, and I'll talk about that here in a second. But when it comes to... Um, this metaphor, it, it really is what it is. It's it's pick yourself up by your bootstrap, you do it. She doesn't like that. You know, and look at the angle that she takes, where it's like, oh, people didn't really mean it. They didn't really mean the metaphor. They didn't really mean for that. They, it was more of a joke by, I guess, capitalists, I guess, you know, rich people to make poor people make fun of them in some way. And it's like, no, man. It's just like my one foreman, when I worked in construction, when he sat there and he fucking shouted me down in front of everybody, and I was doing exactly what I needed to do, I was doing more than, I guess, what was expected, but he was still giving me shit. It was to see my mettle. It was to see what I would do. And then he earned, I earned his respect through that. It's what happens in the military. It's why you have the drill instructors that are the way that they are. Um, hold on real quick. Sorry about that phone call. Um, what's nice about this phone is it lets me pause it and then take it and then come back. Unlike the iPhone. So there's more shit on uh, Apple products. If you like Apple products, I get it. I, I do. You know, I'm not going to shit on you. But uh, I'm not a fan of them anymore. So... Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the biggest part of all of it is that the left wants to make you believe that the, the rich capitalists are, are bad guys and that they're out to hurt you um, and make fun of you and all of this other bullshit. Uh, not true. I mean, yeah, are there some of them? Probably. But it's no different than anybody who's trying to fucking uh, get power or whatever it may be, even poor people. So that whole idea, I tried to I tried to convey that in my episode not too long ago. Um, 
fact of the matter is there's bad people everywhere. And it, again, it doesn't matter what your group is. They're not immune to shitty people. You know, there's shitty bad, uh, shitty poor people. I know them because I'm fucking poor. The majority of people that I've been around in my life have been poor to working to middle class. Okay, so I know that. And so do you. For anybody out there that's that's like me, you know what the fuck I'm talking about is true. So, you know, the left trying to play this fucking bullshit card that, oh, well, the, the poor are automatically virtuous somehow, some way. It's like, no, dude. They're people just like the rich ones, you know? Um, when it comes to so the thing is, is I don't know a, a whole ton of rich people the, the, the majority of rich people that I've been around the majority have been assholes okay I have to admit that too because that's the truth um, of what I've experienced but it's not to say that all rich people are bad you know um, money tends to uh, what's that called not exacerbate it tends to highlight your personality. So if you're a if you're a kind person um, with being poor, then you're going to be a kind person with money. If you're a shitty person being poor, you're going to be a shitty person with money. You know, um, it tends to go that way. So and it, and it goes a lot like uh, the biblical saying that you know the those who are good with little will be good with much, and those who are bad with little will be bad with much. So. Uh, don't listen to AO. I mean, hear what she's saying, you know, just to know thy enemy, basically, but don't listen to that shit, man. And that bitch doesn't know shit about what she's fucking talking about. She was raised in a really well-to-do area, went to a really well-to-do uh, high school, and oh, by the way, she went to fucking Brown. That's an Ivy League school, and she's still stupid as shit, so I have to assume that uh, somebody paid so that she could get in there. And she was a bartender before that, all right? If I was only a bartender, which I was a bartender uh, at one point, if I was just a bartender and I went into fucking Congress, I wouldn't know dick, okay? Um, so that's all of that. What I want you to do, so that's that issue with the AOC metaphor. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to go check out Young Ripa 66. Check out his video from yesterday. Um, I think it's titled, Bernie Supporter Doesn't Know What Socialism Is. I think that's what it is. Check it out. <coughs> the reason being is uh, it's, a, it's a really good debate, and it's, it's pretty reflective of what the left is. The title, at least what I think I just paraphrased, is pretty fucking spot on. This dude said he was a... Uh, oh, shit, let me... Said he was 34. He sounded 14. He acted fucking 14. Uh, and he said that he was an economist. Um, or that he went to college for economy, I think. And um, he was just the most fucking silver spoon-fed, spoiled, rotten little rat. Uh, I wouldn't have dealt with him the same way that Eric July did. You're wondering what Young Ripa's name, real name is, it's Eric July. He's a good dude, Eric July. He's, he, I have all the respect in the world for him. Uh, I mean, the first video I ever saw from the dude, he was saying the same shit that I had been saying about comic book characters, right? You know, don't just fucking replace existing characters with, you know, black skin. Make up your own fucking character and make them cool, you know? Because all you're doing 
Marvel and DC and anybody else that does this type of shit, all you're doing is you're feeding the scraps off the table to the, to the minorities. That doesn't help anybody. And in fact, it seems pretty fucking racist. Oh, you're not good enough to give you your own character? Here, fuckface. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds like. That's what it seems like to me. And uh, that was the first video that I've ever seen from Eric July. And uh, all the shit that I've seen from him since, wonderful. Really good dude. And I'll tell you right now, Hell did a lot better in that fucking debate than I would have. Because I would have lost my shit pretty quick into that. I don't fucking went after the throat on that dude. Uh, but he didn't. And he allowed this guy... There was uh, one thing that I really took away from him. That I was happy with Eric July. He didn't buy into uh, what the left likes to do. And that's if, I, if you bring up a what they would call a talking point, which is really just a, a, uh, a fact that has been used often, they'll call it just a, a talking point and then they'll act like they just won something. Well, Eric July didn't let that go. Like he had, he'd stated some facts that were, that were commonly known facts uh, that I guess right-wingers or people who aren't liberal leftist would say, would bring up in a debate about socialism. And this guy would go, oh, that's a right-wing talking point. And Eric July was like, uh, okay, that, that's not an argument, what you just said. You have to disprove it. And the thing about right-wing talking points, I suppose, or at least talking points from those who aren't liberal leftist, is uh, it's pretty hard to fucking disprove them. Left-wing quote-unquote talking points, and I think when you say that about their talking points, it's pretty spot-on. That's all it is. It's a talking point and it has no sustenance. It's easily disproven. The left seemingly takes the worst, worst side on any issue and runs with it. You know? Uh, take abortion. They're like, is it, is it not a baby or whatever? Can we just kill it? All right, we'll take that side. I swear to Christ that's what they do. Or they'll do this. What does the right wing say? All right, well, we got the left wing side of that. And it's like, what the fuck? Or we got the opposite side of that. We'll call it left wing. It's like, Jesus, dude. You guys just don't fucking give a shit, do you? You, you? you fucking team up. You're all about the LGBT community. And you make it out like right wingers want to kill them, which they don't. Um, and by the way, again, this is the problem with progressivism is that they, pro they, they progress past fixing something to the point where they re-fucking-break it. You've heard the saying, don't fix something that isn't broke. Well, that's because you're going to fucking break it. You keep fucking with it. Well, that's what the left does, and that's what progressives do. It, just to have the name, well, I'm a progressive, is there no end in sight? You're just going to say, well, I'm moving forward constantly. It's like, to what? Do you have a goal? You know what I mean? So, uh, and, oh God, man, it's, it's just, it's palpable how much that dude didn't know. Not Eric July, but the other guy. And, uh, there was, uh, it was the same shit that you would see at any rally or anything. And surprising that this guy would actually debate him. Um, he, <laughs> Eric July said something and then stopped talking and it got silent. And then all you hear the dude say is, you're a fascist. <laughs> and it was like. What? Like, what? You gotta, if you're gonna say something that stupid, you or just make a claim like that, you have to back it up. And Eric July's point was, all right, well, define what a fascist is. And the guy couldn't do it. 
he came up with his own definition, and Eric had to keep saying, uh, guy, you can't define something by what it's not, for the most part. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, it's a pertinent negative, which apparently the left loves to do now, but in doing that, and not focusing on actually what it is, the definition, um, you miss the point altogether. And you end up taking the wrong fucking side, which is what the, the left deals with. Again, they take the wrong side on everything. It takes somebody who is trained in a school of law, much like a, a, uh, a defender, um, uh, uh, what is it called? A defending attorney, whatever that's called. Here's another word that I can't think of right now for some odd reason. But uh, you take them, and they're trained to take someone that they know is guilty of sin and argue on the side of their case to make them sound not, not guilty. That's Sam Cedar. Sam Cedar's father is a lawyer. He was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, pretends to talk for the poor, uh, is, a, is a fucking liar to and through, and he does that. He's been trained as a lawyer, and he takes the left-wing side of issues, and although they're as wrong as you can be, he takes them and makes arguments to make them sound right, just as a lawyer would do. Um, but the funny thing is, in this debate with Eric July and this other fucking douchebag, not that Eric July is a douchebag, just the guy that he was debating, um, this guy was not a lawyer, did not know how to argue in a debate, you know what I mean? Um, and it made him just sound, to the point where at the end of it, Eric July was like, buddy, you have made yourself look like you don't know anything about what you support, you know? And he did it in such a nice way. I would have been so much more mean. I'd have pointed out, motherfucker, you don't know dick. You don't even know what the fucking definition of the thing is that you support, you piece of shit, you know? I'd have fucking went in hard on that motherfucker. And he's all fucking sitting here, oh, I'm an economist, I'm this and I'm that. And, and he started getting into the name game. I don't like getting into the name game for the most part. You know, if I think it's really necessary, I guess I'll use it, but I also just don't like it. The reason being is, as the age-old saying goes, if everybody jumps off a bridge, would you? No. Like, to your death, obviously. No. Of course you wouldn't. So, why is it that, you know, the left is always like, oh, socialism. Oh, so, oh, fuck, did I just add time to my shit? I think I did. Ah, well, who cares? Off you go. Um, I don't give a fuck who came up with socialism. I don't give a fuck who believes it's good. I don't give a fuck if... If how many nations are, are socialist, it's incorrect, it's wrong, it is fucking evil. You are taking from earners and giving it to non-earners. And yeah, within that, those earners, within capitalism, within the free market, you're going to have bad people. I can admit that. That's, the left can't. The left cannot, for some fucking god-awful reason, cannot admit that there's ever been anybody bad on their side. That there may be uh, a, a black person that's a bad person or an LGBT person that's a bad person, or a Hispanic that's bad, that's on the left. It's like, fucker, there's no group that's immune to shitheads. I can say that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, apparently, they can't. And that's the sad part of all of it. So, uh, yeah, go check out that debate. I, I know I tend to tell you, like, go check this guy out, go check this guy out, and I want you to, but certainly check out that video. It's pretty telling. It's pretty good, too. And uh, you can see what I'm talking about. Um, 
Eric definitely fucked that dude up. Uh, he came with, with much better information. Um, Eric July really makes me want to lean a lot harder towards Libertarian. Uh, I, I think that me and Libertarians get along a lot better. Again, you're not going to really see me ever defend Republicans. Because I'm, one, I'm not a Republican, not a conservative. I like conservatives. But um, I just don't want to put myself in that fucking little bubble. You know what I mean? I like being an independent. I like making my own choices and decisions. Um, I do not like the idea of a political party ever having any sway in how I vote. Fuck that. I think that's when you get that's when you get uh, mediocrity. I think that's when you get um, complacency, and I do not want that. That's how you get the government to grow as big as it has. You need to keep their feet to the fire. We need to really do that. And I think uh, I think you also rest on your rest on your laurels um, when you join a party. You're like, all right, well, I'm going to give it over to them. I'm going to give them my vote. I'm going to give them some money, and then I'm just going to sit back and hope that they do best. No, fuck that, man. You need to really get in there and have conversations. You need to get in there and, and, uh, and debate to a certain degree. You need to get in there and discuss shit and talk about it. Uh, as Gavin McGinnis likes to say, sunlight is the best disinfectant. I have to agree with that. You know? Um, so, anyway, check those things out. Um, finally, I can say I did this episode. So, now, uh, and it, I did it in a lot less time than I've been doing it. So, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a deliverable.